0: Welcome to the Tea with Brie. I'm your host, Brie. Thanks for listening. The Tea with Brie podcast is focused on deep, honest, and vulnerable conversation. Each week, I sit down with a different guest in order to have those conversations. Every week, we'll start with my guest's bio, an intro into how we know each other, and then we'll go into a deep dive conversation about whatever topic they brought to me that week. This week, I am joined by my guest, Alex Strupey. Alex, uses he, him pronouns, currently serves as the head of brand and people for enamel dentistry based out of Austin, Texas. In addition, Alex also serves as a spin instructor in Bee Cave, Texas. Alex's passion for health and fitness came after his 80-pound weight loss back in 2014 when he came out as gay. After his transformation, both mentally and physically, Alex's passions now include body positivity, spirituality and claiming the life that you want and deserve hello love of my life hello now I have to preface this episode because I feel like every time I talk to someone you can hear the excitement in my voice but I need everyone to know that I've I met Alex probably like six months ago
1: yeah yeah it
0: was like fairly recent um and that first time we met I I have never fallen in love with a gay man faster um and i don't people to know that like Alex's love of my life no offense to all of my other gay men I love you deeply but there was just something about Alex when we first met that I was like this is this is the person I've been looking for and now we've gotten to like reconnect for some work stuff and then I mentioned the podcast and he was like I'm coming on so here we are I just
1: like insert myself like cue like story of my life with everything <laughs> and like every subject i'm like yeah yeah and by myself that's fine
0: <laughs> listen i wouldn't have you any other way um and then also i think you picking this topic was perfect coming back as my first guest in the new year i just feel like it just makes so much sense so today we're really just talking about like manifesting the year and maybe the potential partner that you want um yeah you and i've been talking about dating stuff offline and the new year you were just saying you talked to your therapist and your tarot reader I was like I feel seen so yeah I'm just ready to talk about all the things and for people to love you as much as I do so
1: (laughs) I I love it yeah my whole department of like you know like mental health people are just like waiting on standby always so I'm just that's stimulating the economy right
0: I mean got to keep it fresh Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, I just did an Instagram live probably three weeks ago now, and I did it around setting intentions and setting goals and things for the new year. I'm definitely a manifester. Like if I go back and look over my life, there's so much stuff I spoke into existence. I mean, obviously like work hard to get here, but also like just, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z by this time. And just having like blind faith and God, universe, spirit, whoever you believe in, and just like making shit happen. And I I just find it so fascinating when I talk to people because they're like, you know, I just really like hope things can happen. And there's like very passive language a lot about their lives. And I just went home for a couple of weeks and got to sit down with my godfather, who's a pastor who obviously believes in all the things. And he was talking about like people who are planners and people who are not both spiritually and like non-spiritually. And he goes, people who plan are just different people, no matter what kind of planning that is, if it's manifesting, if it's praying, if it's what have you. And so this, this is such a big thing in my life. So I think so many people look at me and the things I've been able to do, like you just like really worked hard to go. It was a lot of like failing forward and things I didn't expect to see coming, but then also knowing that like at the end of all this, it would make it so worth it. So yeah I just feel like you understand manifesting as much as I'm obsessed with no absolutely I
1: mean people like uh, even the people look at me and they're like holy shit like you've had like two VP jobs two director jobs and like now essentially like a senior head of brand people for like multiple organizations and I'm only 27 they're like what did you do and I'm like I wasn't like I'm street savvy but I wasn't like definitely top of my class. Like, there was times where I definitely, like, oh, that uh, one-time drop exception, shout out UT, um, really came <laughs> in handy. But it's true. It's, like, really, like, from the moment I was, like, young, I was, like, I knew I wanted to be successful. Mm-hmm. What did that look like? I don't know. But I manifested from a young age, like, this is the life that I want to live. I want to be financially set. I want to be a member in the community. And, you know, I just want to make, like, a ruffle, right? Mm-hmm. And so... It definitely did not pan out the way that it was supposed to. Um, Originally, I wanted to be a plastic surgeon. My mom was so excited because she was like, fuck yeah, like my kid's going to give me all the free plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. Definitely, uh, (laughs) definitely switched my major like everybody else out of pre-med. And I was there was a point in time where I was like, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. So I just like tried everything. But I did know I wanted to graduate from UT. I did know. I wanted to get a job right after and those are the two things i manifested Mm -hmm. and it came in its weird crooked ass way but here we are i don't know
0: oh wait i we have to talk about success for a minute because i feel like that is such especially in our age group right like you get to like your late 20s early 30s mid 30s and you start looking around at all your friends and talking about success and one of the biggest things for me the last two years is like success isn't linear And just feeling like we are all, we all think like our friends have it better than we do, like that comparison thing. And so you saying that, like the expectations of like what my life should look like and all these plans I had. And I think that's like why I have been so successful is like I stopped kind of thinking in that mindset, like the things that are going to happen to me are, and I just started being open to more, the things I want to happen are, but if something else better comes along or something different I wasn't expecting comes along well, that's just fine too. I think just keeping myself so open to things has been a real big part in manifestation. Um, and I, and I think like you said, like I changed my major in college too. I wanted to be a a business major. I wanted to open a restaurant and then I took accounting. I was like, fuck this shit. Um, (laughs) I cannot with math. Oh my God. I am the queen of a calculator. Um, but yeah, that was a big thing for me. I was like, you don't have to follow what everyone else expects you to be. And I think yep. once you let go of that too, it's just, it just opens so much more up for your life.
1: And I think too, like uh, harping on like the success isn't linear. Like people would look at me, you know, social media is a, it's a facade. It's mm. bullshit. That's like, I'm a big it's the highlight
0: reel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a highlight
1: reel because like people look at my Instagram, they're like, Oh my God, like, look at this thought. But then I'm like, they don't know that I'm like, I don't know. I have panic attacks a lot. And that I, you know what I mean? Like the vulnerability is there but Mm -hmm. like my job was so successful the past two years and we'll kind of get into that. And then like my personal life, like took a big fucking nosedive last year. So it was just like, okay, like success in one way, but then like in this other aspect, it was complete shit. So how do you kind of like manifest and work your way through all of that?
0: Okay. We need to talk about that too. Uh, (laughs) My professional life top tier, like lost my job in 2020, in the brink of a pandemic, it was May. So like two months in the tech company I was at, let me go. We won't talk about it here. Cause it's too fucking much to get into again, but <laughs> lost that job. And I was sitting home and back in 2018, I was like, I started working at this nonprofit that I loved. Um, but I was like, I want to do like, I want to do this job, but for myself, like be able to do more of a, a consulting thing. But at the time it wasn't even like, I didn't even say that word. I was like, I just want to like work for myself. So, lose my job in 2020, getting unemployment because you know everyone is home not working because the freaking pandemic. And I was like, now's the time to like start this business. And you know, when I started Brandon Jenkins Consulting, I had like all these ideas of what I wanted it to be. And then I started listening to friends and other people I had worked with, and he- that's how I got to my business now of like being able to do. DEI and professional leadership training, being able to help nonprofits with marketing and fundraising, doing Instagrams, like marketing stuff, influencing. And then also like being a public speaker, like this podcast, I'm now doing interviews for this other company and moderating. And for me, it was just like, okay, my professional life, check, 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 check. But also in 2020, I had dated two people in 2019. Both those relationships ended pretty badly. And I've talked about it here on the show before. Like I stopped dating in 2020 before the pandemic even happened, I like deleted all the apps at the end of 2019 was like, I'm not dating this year. I'm going to just focus on myself and unpack why I'm dating so badly, what I'm looking for in a partner. Like I got very specific on who I'm figuring out who I am and what I want. Then also like what I'm looking for in partnership. And, you know, I've talked about on the show, but like I went and talk to friends who were single parents who had been adopted, who were adopting parents, like all these different ways, because being a mom's really important to me and just getting all this perspective. And, you know, now I think I went on one or two dates last year and my friend's like, why don't you keep trying? I was like, I know what I want. And I think a lot of people conflate being specific to being picky. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm very specific on who I am and what I want. And like, yes, I'll go on a date and give anyone, you know, a quote unquote shot. But it's like, once you really know who you are and what you want, I think it just clears up so much stuff. So like talking about like professional life. Yes. Great. Check, check, check. But social, like dating wise, it's been hard for me, but I think it's, and I think you and I've talked about this too, of like being not going to like toot on horns, but like being attractive being very good people, like people like yeah. you, we have friends, like we, you know, pretty much everyone likes us. If you don't, that's your problem, not mine. Um, <laughs> but then also like, and I was just talking to my godfather about this. of like people, people are so intimidated by me and that's not my fault. Like, Like I was saying, I know who I am. I know what I want and I don't settle. And so talking to my godfather, he was just saying that like, you can't make someone be ready for you. And that just, like, cleared up so much shit for me of, like, I think the one thing I cannot, like, really manifest, air quotes, but, like, want to happen is, like, find a partner, no matter, like, gender Mm or what have you. But, like, I can manifest what kind of partner I want, but I honestly, like, don't know who I'll end up with. But talking to him about, like, you, and I think it's talking to a lot of friends, you're like, you don't need to change to be good enough for someone. And I think that's, like, really hitting hard right now with the new year. And we see all these people, like weight loss and this and this. And I'm like, you are worthy of love who you are right now in this moment. But I think like the new year just really makes us all focus on that. And like trying myself to just come out of that level of like, if I do X, Y, and Z, then maybe someone will date me. I'm like, no, I like myself. And yes, I can want to be better for me, but I don't know. I feel like I'm tangenting, but that's just something that just really up. That's literally
1: you saying that is like, I had to, and this is something that I worked on literally all last year. Cause my last relationship ended. Around this time, like February last year. Um, so this time is like a little PTSD-ish mm-hmm. because it's like also the snow apocalypse, whatever the fuck that was, yep. happened. I literally was like out of my apartment for six weeks. Like, fuck ERCOT. Sorry. like no, allegedly, please. Wh- whatever. Yeah, fuck them. No,
0: Fuck the grid uh, and, <laughs> and Governor Abbott. You can say that. If not, I like, will. Proceed.
1: <laughs> like, fuck all of them. But so like. I literally all of last year had to learn to get rid of my ego and my mm-hmm. self-doubt.
0: Oh, wow. And learn
1: how to be vulnerable. And like, in that sense, like I kind of went through like all the stages of grieving out of my last relationship because, you know, that person is still the love of my life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. And that's like a being vulnerable enough to like admit it on a podcast, right? Like, oh, like people would be like, (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with you? No, but like, I used the example one time and with my therapist, shout out, Missy, love you. Um, I was like, what if I lost? What if I just lost it all? like, my incredible apartment, like, of a downtown skyline view, like, all my expensive shit, my hot boyfriend, my job, like, who would Alex be? And then literally two weeks later, the mm. snowpocalypse happened. So, in a way, I think I, fuck, I fucked up and manifested that, but I think I needed to go through all of that because the new version of Alex came out, and that's when, like, I really started to manifest, like, this whole, like, self-love, this whole, like, yo, you're actually a badass. Like you're not dependent on a relationship. Um, and like, I learned a lot of things that I did wrong in my relationship that I was like, my ego didn't allow me to realize. And that in turn helps me be a better person. Whether, we'll just call him Mr. Big. Uh, whether Mr. Big and I, <laughs> I've been on a sex and city bender. I don't know. We'll call him I'm Mr. Such- Big. Um, you know, You know who it is, but yeah, mm-hmm. we'll just, we'll call him Mr. Big. So Mr. Big, whether Mr. Big and I get back together. Um, and I get my dream closet back. Um, you know, like I'm going to be a better person. Like I'm the better carry.
0: Okay. Number one, I need to know what year were you born?
1: 1984.
0: Okay. So you are probably coming into your Saturn return. And I asked that specifically because first of all, if you're about to turn between 27 and 31 is when your Saturn return happens. And it's just like this whole, like you reevaluate everything in your fucking life. And yeah. that's exactly what I went into my Saturn return at the beginning of 2020. And it was my is, golden
1: birthday. It was my golden birthday last year, 27 on the March 27th. So literally that was, you're probably was, in
0: your, you're probably in your Saturn return.
1: Yeah. But
0: I thought about that. Cause that's literally what happened to me is like, I hit this wall of like, you know, it was right before I lost my job. I had just ended these relationships and I decided to, on that same sort of 2020 journey of asking myself, who am I outside of every relationship I have? And sitting with these like very deep, very heavy questions in a year where everything was already shit. Like you're saying, I, the last two years had been such a rebirth for me and just really putting so much into perspective, like, like you're saying, like ego and everything else. And I tell people one of my privileges in life, which I find hilarious now, two things. One, I really don't care what people think about me. Like, do not care. Like, it is, it is really, like, I could not care less if I tried. Like, I do not care what other people think about me. If you hate me, great. Wish you the best. If you love me, also, so. like, I appreciate that so much. But knowing who I am and knowing my own worth and liking and loving myself has been such a freedom in my life. And everyone's like, it's because you're from the Northeast. I go, probably, but also trauma. Um, but I also am, like, really good at setting boundaries. Um, my dad and I had a really big falling out when I was 18 and we didn't talk for six years and like now we're kind of like in communication again I actually just had lunch with him when I went home but also learning how to set boundaries I was just texting my cousin about this like texting boundary like learning boundaries with our within our family has Mm -hmm. taught me how to set boundaries with other people like I I say it all the time. Like, I know a lot of people. I don't have a lot of friends. Like, I like to be my friend Same, and to yep. be anyone's friend is such a fucking honor. And I think that word is thrown around so flippantly. And so, like, I've gotten very specific on people who I am friends with and people who I know. And I think that was a big thing, too. Of Like, as you get older and really start to get very serious about, like, manifestation, who you want to be with, who you want to, who you want to be. You just, it just frees you so much. And so I just... Yeah, there's just there's so much in this new year. I just feel like there's such a shift happening with a lot of people. Um, A lot of my friends are in their Saturn return right now. And so like, tell me how you're living. I was like, let me walk you through this young grasshopper because it is just it's such a reckoning on your whole existence.
1: And I found myself like giving people advice now. I think like I had to be the guinea pig of like my friend groups and I have like very different like friend groups like. Mm -hmm. But I'm like the little Yoda. I guess, Mm -hmm. where I'm like, okay, like I was talking to my best friend yesterday, you know, um, she's kind of going through, you know, a relationship thing. And I was just like, hey, like, look at it from this perspective. Mm -hmm. And I never would like have this kind of like, not rose colored glasses, but like stop and smell the roses type shit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, like, let's take it back and let's take it without ego, without the fear-based knowledge. And like, let's really look at this situation from like a whole perspective And after I got off the call and I was like, what the fuck? Who who is that? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't used to do this. And like, now I legitimately like, because I get signs every day from the universe. Um, And I now take pictures of it because I'm like, I promise I'm like, there's a lot of shit wrong with me, but like, I'm not batshit crazy by like seeing all these things. Right.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I'll give you an example that I haven't told you yet. I was on Mopac (laughs) because I avoid 35 like the plague. Um, (laughs) And a construction truck came up next to me and it was 10, 10 on my clock. And it was that person's Mr. Big's last name on a truck. It was like, Mm. and I was like, what? (laughs) And then in that moment, so our song is dream. So I flew with Mac. And in that moment, it came on satellite radio at that same exact time. Oh, well. And I was, just like, and like last year, me would just be like, what the fuck? Like, am I crazy? Am I imagining this? You know what I mean? But now I'm just kind of like, okay. Like that's another sign from like, Whoever Mm -hmm. out there is looking out for me, like, okay, like I'm manifesting this. Like I deep down subconsciously, my gut know that this is somebody that I truly love with all of my heart right now we're separated, but that's okay. Because like, look at all these little gifts that I'm getting every day. And that's like enough right now. And I'm continuing to work on myself. And the more that I do, and the more that I manifest self-love and all of that in return, the universe is like, Hey, let's yo-yo back some of this uh, validation for you
0: listen we love a sign truly like
1: i like uh, every day
0: and and it's so weird like once you open yourself up to seeing that stuff like how often it happens like i love that so much mr i have i need to talk to mr big we have we have things to discuss i have questions about (laughs) his life choices but that's another conversation for another day um yeah i just i i love that so much i feel like I think a lot of people have a problem with manifestation and signs and all that sort of like metaphysics stuff because it's literally just like letting go and so many and like we are such control freaks especially again as a person who has suffered from trauma and abandonment issues and all that stuff it's like I have to hold on to things and, and to do the complete opposite of like I want these things to happen but I'm gonna trust the universe or whoever is out there to have my best interest in mind and that Once you do that, it just opens up so much stuff in your life. I'm like, oh, okay. I find myself
1: like not as stressed anymore. I don't know about you. Like I'm Mm -hmm. not as stressed. I'm like, I'm, don't get me wrong. Like I'm very fucking type A anal, but like I'm an Aries, I'm Puerto Rican and Italian. Like just like mix the melting pot of crazy together. But like, I've also like chilled out a little bit. I'm like, okay, like I don't have control over X, Y, and Z situation. So like right now, like what I do have control over is like my response keeping positive on it and keeping that manifestation and like you're going to get all everything and more what you put out into the universe is going to come back tenfold whether it's good or bad
0: oh don't get me started on karma please she and i she and i need to have a conversation because i feel like well i got her on
1: speed (laughs) dial. she she's gotten some people back don't you worry she she's been good to me i've been Mm -hmm. i've been seeing from this i I see people from the sidelines where i'm like huh i remember Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) facts (laughs) So, yeah, I just, I, I want to, like, know, like, what are some things you're manifesting in this new year?
1: I am manifesting trusting my gut. Like, I am, I use the f- the filler word, I don't know, a lot, where, like, especially talking with, like, my therapist or my healer, um, I'll be like, yeah, like, I feel X, Y, and Z, but, like, I don't know, you know, like, and, like, all these, like, it's, like, that creep of, like, doubt coming in. But um I'm manifesting just like being confident with my gut, my gut feeling, whether it's professionally, personally, everything in between. Um and I'm also manifesting self-love. Like, I don't know if you uh, you notice the 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 thought pictures have come out in tens by now on my Instagram in the last two weeks. I don't know, it's just like amount of like daddy DMs that I get right now, and I'm like universe wrong wrong person (laughs) I
0: can we redirect um love this grateful um but just want to be a little bit more specific uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) like and it's one of those things where it's like i appreciate it like you know what i mean i like of course like i love the instant validation but it's like i need to get it for myself Mm -hmm. and that's my biggest thing i'm manifesting and i'm starting to do that where i'm like okay look i'm not editing photos i'm not like doing you know I, know, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, like you're a fucking badass. Like, it's cool. Like say that. Say
0: it. Say, say it, it and own it.
1: Scream scream it. What are you manifesting this year?
0: Um, So I pick words for the year every year. This year, my two words are abundance and elevation, but what I'm manifesting is abundance and connection. And I, and I think those two are the, the, the top two, because one connection, like, uh, like i said i know a lot of people but i feel like i need to be more specific on people i want to be connected to yeah and like, like younger me was like i just like want to know a lot of people and like being in these spaces and blah blah blah. and now i'm like no now i know specifically who i want to be connected to like i was like who like the top three people you want to meet that like in your life I'm like this year i want to meet and be connected to and then it's like oprah <laughs> michelle obama sophia bush jonathan Van Ness is like top tier Um, but like just being very specific on like people I want to be connected to, I want to be connected to more queer people of color, to more people of color, period, especially living in Austin, you know, it can be very white, um, but like trying to build more connections that way and being very strategic and intentional about it. Like every time I see a black woman out in public, I will go up, ask her name, how long she's lived here. And if she wants to be friends on Instagram, like, (laughs) because I I just, I want that that connection, right? Like I I want to be very intentional on that. Um, And then abundance, I feel like I now have this company that allots me a lot of freedom and creativity and opportunity. And so like inviting people in to help me, like for a long time, I was just like, if I want something to happen, I have to do it myself and I'm not asking anyone for help. And I'm like, how selfish of, of myself to think that I'm the only one who can get me somewhere and oh. just like knowing I have friends who want to help me in that way, but I've never let them in to help me. And so that's also a thing I'm working on with abundance of like really checking all of the access and privilege and people who I know to allow me to have a sort of like overflow in my life. Yeah. And that's not even financially, like, obviously like we would all love to have more money, but I just think about like, I don't really have stress in my life. I have good people in my life. I have done every time I was actually talking about it today. like, I've done an audit of the people in my life. So I'm able to like get them out of here, but really just taking a look at like who I am, what I want, if I want to keep living in Austin, if I want to leave, like all these questions I kind of get to ask myself because I'm in such a place of abundance and peace at the same time.
1: Mm -hmm. No, I love that. I think, I mean, just even saying that I just think of like, all the things that I used to do my therapist and I, we, we joke around. I have like PR Alex and then I have like the real Alex. And like the PR Alex. I, a goal of mine this year. So like bridge the two or like almost like eliminate PR Alex. Right. Like I, I look at old pictures of me at like all these fucking galas and charity events. Like how many, like, did you used to go to all the fucking time? And I'm like, I would have these the same bullshit conversation with people over and over and over again. And like, even just, like, going into, like, gay bars. I literally have the same conversation with the same fucking people over and over and over again. And I have a game, I have a game with literally my closest two gay friends in Austin, gay males. And I'm like, okay, we take a shot for every time. When I go to the gay bar, someone reintroduces themselves to me, ask if I'm visiting. Oh, God. Or ask if I just moved here. Mm-hmm. And it's always, like, six to seven shots. And this is why I also, like have grown low-key a love for Vegas moms but that's a different story um (laughs) I love them I don't know but it's just one of those things where it's like okay like I don't want to have these like bullshit connections anymore Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I'm manifesting positivity and positive people in my life and like people that are going to support me in my spiritual journey and like my like self-healing journey and you know what I mean people aren't going to like judge and criticize because Mm -hmm. like they don't know themselves and i mean that's your issue that's your problem but like no like don't come for me right yeah so yeah
0: yeah that i i talk about this often with friends too Of like i am me all the time like there is no like professional brie brie with this friend versus this friend i'm like i am (laughs) across the board me all the time and i know that comes with like age and privilege and all those other things. But I love what you were just saying of like, you should be able to show up authentically all the time as yourself yeah. and not have to filter in order to like appease others. And, you know, as a queer woman, I've been in many a gay bar. Um, Even before I came out, I was like a, back home, even I was like a staple at the gay bar every Sunday for karaoke because obviously. Um, but like, like my best friend, John, I've known him since I was 12. And so when I turned 21 and we were able to go to the bars together, like just being a fly in the wall, because not to be that person, but like gay men don't typically pay attention to me. So I got to like observe a lot of shit. <laughs> and it's, it, it was such awesome. I'm a social work major. So like watching, like <laughs> almost like not just like Discovery Channel, but like just being in that environment. It's like
1: animals. It's like animals in Literally, the wild. Literally, like, yeah. I get to
0: just like sit and be in the Serengeti with the camera um but it was so fascinating like and not just like all gay men obviously but just like no how it can like you're saying how it can be so superficial like you know they they just or like the attractive level too right like it's cuz this person's hot so I'm going to try but also like that there's like th- i think gay men really do get this negative sort of stereotype and connotation of being superficial and flippant but then it's also like, but a lot of the time it does happen. Like
1: it happens. Like, like I want to tell you like the first time I ever, and it's funny you bring this up because I had therapy literally Monday morning. And we just talked about this because we're talking about like these hidden subconscious fears. And the first time I ever went to a gay bar, I went with my best friend, scout, like girl scout, scout. I love okay. her. Um, and I went in and this was in college and so like a, I was in a fraternity I was like a bro I was you know like think like your typical straight douchey whatever and that was me
0: I need to and, pause um young me would have been obsessed with young you proceed <laughs> you would you would have broken my heart and it would have been fine Proceed.
1: a wrangler jeans <laughs> with the comfort colors and yes, the, oh, the, yes. iconic <laughs> tell me you're from the south without telling me oh Oh.
0: truly wranglers oh please
1: (laughs) every color every shade no but i went in and i was like heavier i don't know like you drink beer and whiskey and all the audios motherfucker drinks on six like Mm -hmm. every day like you gain a lot of weight and i gained Mm -hmm. a lot a significant amount of weight in college um and so i went in and my first ever interaction was some i was like i don't know like wanting to go up to somebody and like, you know, cause like mm-hmm. hitting on straight women at, you know, sixth street and in college, it's easy, right? It was easy. Mm-hmm. This guy comes up to me and he's like, you look like you're nine months pregnant. And I was like, oh. and that is my very first interaction in a gay bar here in Austin, Texas back in 2014. No, 2013, I'm sorry, 2013. And then lost all the weight. And then I came back like a fucking swan out of the pond. Like, and these same people who you said, like, reject me are the same ones that in my DMs, even mm-hmm. still the present day. And I'm like, mm, how's that karma looking for you? Because I'm not responding to you.
0: Isn't that like the best, like, like, validation, though? Like, when you have a glow up.
1: I'm telling you. And then, like, I became a twink, which. Oh, God. I became a twink. <laughs> I'm
0: <laughs> and exhausted.
1: Naturally, <laughs> like you, like lose weight, and then like you get body dysmorphia, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And now, like I, hit, I discovered what a gym was, and now I'm like muscle, and now I guess I'm a daddy? Question mark.
0: No, and... I can verify. <laughs> period.
1: Period. period. <laughs> and I, now I would, everybody's... I would
0: say zaddy like a, with a Z, like you are.
1: I do. Okay, what is a? Z- I'm a really bad what's
0: favorite. a oh Yeah. Listen, and as a black woman, I feel compelled to let y'all in. So daddy with a z or a zaddy is an attractive guy but like isn't like like a dad like I don't I don't know how to start like you're very attractive but it's like you're young and attractive and like there's like I don't know. I'm actually while we're here let's just look up <laughs> the definition <laughs> from urban dictionary
1: can this be the word of the year it's like what is Truly.
0: that <laughs> oh listen a fine literally it says a fine handsome and sexy ass intelligent man that makes you smile and i can't okay <laughs> i die a fine handsome a fine handsome and sexy ass intelligent man that makes you smile and drip every time you see him he knows how to handle business in and out of the bedroom you low-key want to have his baby he makes all parts of you excited including your mind he smells good looks good, and is good i feel like that's valid
1: it's valid oh, my, tom, uh, my tom ford fucking fabulous cologne just yes
0: yes listen it says oh that is is a noun used for handsome fashionable sexy men with swag." Um, A more dominant position in relationship—a modernized term for daddy or poppy. I love it. Yeah, you know here we. Zaddy
1: twenty twenty-two.
0: Listen, I just, you know, shout out to Urban Dictionary. We'd be lost without you. So can verify. Slide into Alex's DMs. He might answer you because he's in love still. But you know, you know, we like to go on dates. If you just want to, we do.
1: I do go on dates still. I do. Want to wine and
0: dine, my boy.
1: I do go on dates, and I used to work for wine company. So don't give me shitty wine because then I'll just. Um, Are we
0: soulmates? (laughs) (laughs) Alex, I kid you not. I think we're soulmates. Like, my bougie ass knows exactly what kind of wine I want. And don't, if you come near me with Moscato, I will literally punch you in the esophagus. What am I drinking apple juice for? I am, we have to go to a winery, make that, make that a list on our, on our friend date because I love it.
1: I love it. Listen,
0: we can go to, listen, we'll go to Birdie's today because I love orange wine. Anyway. Not the point. Alex likes to go on dates. Percy, (laughs) I
1: I go on dates. I go on dates and like I give everybody an equal opportunity. I do because it's like, you know, right now I still have to live my life. Right. Like Mm -hmm. Mr. Big's doing whatever Mr. Big's doing. Um, We won't go into that, but we won't
0: except for fucking nonsense. Is all I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) say.
1: Mr. Big is uh, doing what they're doing and um, making a mistake. Yeah. (laughs)
0: not me being shady anyway i pay you um,
1: five dollars every time you say that don't worry I think he's like, um, <laughs> you
0: pay, me, pay me in wine that's literally <laughs> <laughs> in my life um yeah no let's talk about manifesting romance in the new year because yeah anyone who listened to the show before knows that i could not hate dating apps any more than i do right now i feel like for me they're very superficial especially it's the as same like,
1: fucking people it's the well, same people on rotation
0: it's that or like as a woman who is black with a very large afro who was curvy in a very white cis hetero skinny town i'm like y'all don't deserve all of this number one number two it's like for me it's just so superficial and i'm like the dating apps make me feel bad about myself i'm like i'm a bad bitch what am i sad about what this little technology bullshit so i prefer to meet people through other people irl what have you but this year, and you and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, because I re- I will listen to my yearly horoscope for the year. And this, the, the person I listened to, just, just a YouTube person who I love, um, I'll link their, in, their YouTube in the show notes. But um, they were saying how this year for Pisces is the year of love. And I was like, so disgusted, because <laughs> as a very independent person who was like such walls around romance, I'm like, no, like I... I am so terrified of letting someone in romantically, and that definitely comes from, like, childhood trauma, yeah, abandonment issues. Like, I know I know my shit. I started therapy when I was 15. I know where my problems are, blah, blah, blah. But I've also been manipulated in relationships before, and I'm like, not here, not, not during Beyonce's reign on, on the earth. So this year I'm trying to be open to romance and manifesting that's amazing options
1: you have to you have to because if not then it's just like and it sucks trust me it's uh, like
0: it's last
1: worst. year last year alex like i said earlier in the show i went through my like rains i went through like we broke up february i went through like sadness for like 2 months and then like may hit and i was like fuck boy summer and like went to miami and like We'll just say professional athletes. You, lived, you
0: man, lived a life. All of it.
1: All of it. Yeah. All of it. Like beyond imaginable. <laughs> and then it came back and I was like, I, I don't love that. So let's let's not manifest that anymore. Let's manifest figuring out the root of the issue. Um
0: <laughs> sorry, and, sorry. I yeah. sorry. We need to take a quick pause. I also feel like 27 is so your whole year. Like 26 27 for me. I was like, I was out. Here. i had just moved to austin i had just come out as queer i was in these streets anyway proceed
1: see but like uh, i would i think i needed to go like i got it out in college but then like mm-hmm. obviously when like mr big and i got together i was like let's say let's get let's put the ring on yeah. it like, let's go and then we broke up and i was like fuck say less. Like, <laughs> <say less. laughs> i like got snatched and i was like all right let's go like say mm-hmm. less like let's go Um, but then I was like, Ooh, that doesn't bring me joy. Like I manifested it, it it came true, but then like, wasn't it? So now self-love was all 2021 and 2022. I'm like, okay, let's just, let's just see what happens. I've I've made my manifestations. Um, I know what I want. I know what's going to happen. And, you know, we just, we continue living life each day.
0: Let's just see what happens. I think that is a beautiful place to stop our conversation uh thank you obviously so much for coming on i could no, talk thank to you, you for hours but i feel like you know it's, it's been a, almost an hour i know um is there anything you oh want it to <laughs> <I, laughs> listen you and i could talk for days i'm like
1: i, I yeah, honestly honest to god i had no idea it was already
0: an hour. Um, is there anything you want to plug before we start closing up
1: yeah so enamel dentistry come see us all of the tea with Brie listeners that live in the good old ATX. If you mention this podcast, I'm going to throw a $300 free professional whitening to you. So, um, say Alex met you and put it on his tab um, and maybe I'll get paid (laughs) or not. I don't know, but no, seriously, come see us. I love it. Like we have a DJ that is in house. Like we have like a full-time DJ on staff. Like, um, how many locations
0: do y'all have? We have
1: six right now. We have six right now. All around Austin um we have beer and wine like who the fuck like we have like tvs on the ceilings like led club lights it's a, it's a vibe it's
0: well, a listen vibe. i'm I'm going on monday and i'm, really excited I'm so excited <laughs> for you wait
1: and i promise our wine is really good because i picked it out so
0: thank, thank you i appreciate that <laughs>
1: um but you yeah, know come see us yeah that's that's my that's my gift to you guys because we're all gonna be shining bright in the fucking new year
0: 2022 baby um At the end of every episode, I like to ask, what is the best advice you were ever given or what is a piece of advice you would give to your younger self?
1: I would say to pre-2021, Alex, um, everything happens for a reason. Don't hold on to the difficult moments because I promise you there's a rainbow on the other side. And yes, that's a gay plug-in because gay power. (laughs) Gay rights, Um, obviously. (laughs) But the most important thing I want... My younger self and everyone who's out there listening to this is to trust and follow your heart. Even if it sounds crazy, don't let anyone or anything stop you from living your whole truth.
0: That's it for this week's episode of the Tea with Brie. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Tea with Brie. Send me an email at tooth3 at gmail.com or visit the website, the tf podcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow, wherever you get your podcast. And I wanna thank Mama Duke for the theme music, and I will talk to you all next week. Bye.